Hey Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, we have a show where neither of us are traveling because I feel like you've been gone quite a bit. You're Uh, about to leave. I'm about to leave. I actually just changed up some ADRs, so I'm really excited for my trip. I'll be leaving in two weeks. Did your reservation finder work? It did. It work? worked within it 24 already? hours already. So nice. uh, I messed up and didn't get an Ogas and realized I needed an Ogas. And so we are going to be drinking in a galaxy far, far away. Nice. That's good. Get the fuzzy, the fuzzy Tauntaun so your face falls asleep. I didn't like that last time. I learned my lesson. So I'm going to try something new. You don't like that I just left the dentist feel? Come well, on, Derek. Well, I, I do like when I leave the dentist because you're my dentist and usually you feed me, but I don't like being all numbed up. Actually, it's I think I, you've never had to numb me up, so there you go. No, I haven't. That's Yeah, but so you wouldn't like that then. We'll we would have a different friendship show. if you have to start numbing me up. This show might yeah. go down the road. I'm glad uh, you yeah. brushed it. Yeah, We're already off the rails. We are. So uh, we don't have any new Patreons to announce, but we do have a show topic next week we want to make sure you hear about. We're going to be doing another listener question. Uh, Doug, it's been amazing. In the last couple of weeks, we've been getting so many messages on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email with you our listeners asking you questions and we've been able to get back to you but we need to talk about some of these on the air because they've been yes. really good so basically what this means is you ask us your question now you have to wait a week to get an answer yes unless <laughs> it is like super important we're at the parks right like, now yeah yeah let us know the urgency yes. well, we will tell you which direction to find the nearest bathroom if need be but we won't wait for answering that on the air yeah, because then you'd uh, you'd have an accident for sure if we did that. But if you have a question, we're going to put some uh, things on our social media. So be sure to follow us, Rope Drop Radio, all the things, and uh, ask your questions. And we'll be answering them next week. Yeah, awesome. All right. Is it time for reviews? Review time. And we have a lot of reviews. So uh, I think was it was last week or two weeks ago that we made that. We got the last bad week. review. And so we talked about that. We're drunks. Well, that review, because so many Well, you did just talk about making an Oga's reservation. That's true. A $114 drink at uh, Hollywood Studios does not get anyone drunk. I will tell you that. And it's without your children. So in the spirit of that review, it's totally inaccurate still. Okay, anyway. Anyway, well, the review got dropped, didn't it? Yes. uh, Apple removed it because I think enough people complained that it wasn't representative. So yeah, everybody that reported a concern with that, we appreciate it because that got rid of the one star. Plus, a bunch of you hit five star this week, which is awesome. So let's read a couple. All right. Disney Fix, five stars by Rapunzel Who. I love that username. That's I can say one. it. Yeah. Appreciate the banter and chemistry between these two. Thanks for helping me get my Disney fix between trips. Well, you are welcome, you Rapunzel. Are welcome. Not Rapunzel. Rapunzel who? I don't know. I don't know which way to go with that. All right. So thank you. And then super fun and informative Disney planning podcast. Five stars. 
by Riri Loves Disney. I think I got that one, too. All right. Derek and Doug are great co-hosts, and their personalities complement perfectly. The podcasts are always informative and often funny. I really enjoy the family focus and the tips and tricks that work for newbies and for those of us that are Disney-obsessed. There you have. We got two new reviews. Thank you, Riri. I'm glad you love Disney and the show. Yes, thank you so much for leaving those reviews. Keep it up. We're almost to 200, so we'd love to get there here in the next couple weeks. That'd be amazing. Uh, But yeah, thank you everyone who's taken time out to click that five-star. We love reading them on air, so if you want your name uh, messed up, Doug will do that. But thank you for you guys who have easier names today. Uh, Rapunzel Who? Is that like Doctor Who? Rapunzel Who? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's like Rapunzel Who? I'm better than Rapunzel type of thing. Okay. I don't know. That's the way I heard it in my mind. See, I'm a Doctor Who fan, so I thought, yeah. okay. You're a Whovian. Yeah, I am a Whovian. Is so that, that's uh, a whole other podcast we could go into. That's I not couldn't Disney. be your host. No, I know you wouldn't nothing. be. If you are a Doctor Who fan and want to talk to me about it, we'll talk about it. Anyway, back to Disney. Uh, Doug, well, how are you doing on your New Year's resolutions? One of them I talked about on Patreon. That's where I'm talking about it, but I'm doing pretty good i'm only three days in though because my new year started this last monday but i've done excellent derek you'd be very proud of me i am are you working out are you running are you eating healthier eating healthier working out is next week okay i'm the opposite doug i've been working out but i have not been eating healthier in fact i I think i've been eating worse oh derek i know uh, yeah yeah that's not good. Well, I have a trip coming up and it's really hard to eat healthy when you're at Disney in my mind. So part of me is like, I'm not going to start my diet until after I get back. Does that make sense? It does. I, I, I say that all the time. That's why I never start a diet. Because I you're at Disney every month. Yes. I can't. Yeah. And you know, other resolutions are just to make you a better person. Yep. Right? Did you make any of those resolutions this year, Derek? Uh, I need to read some books. I need to catch up to Samantha. Oh, there's, there's no way no, you have a job. Like, yes, that's so true. You're I need not going to gonna ever catch up to my Samantha. My goal is 10 books. And you're a parent. Yes. Yeah. Samantha so maybe my goal like is five books. Okay. Maybe so my goal should be two books this year. Two books. I like one of, uh, one of Aaron's, get him back on the show. Yeah. Yeah. I I've like read it. those though. Okay. Is, he's got to have another one coming out. Absolutely. Anywho. So to help us discuss this and other Disney fun today, we welcome on author of Keeping Keto at Disney and co-host of Divas Dish Diz, Christine Fox. Welcome to Rope Drop Radio, Christine. Hey, gents. How are you? We're doing doing good. good. Well, I'd be doing good if I was a little bit healthier at the moment. (laughs) Well, combined, you guys make a perfect person. (laughs) One's working out, one's eating healthy. Yes, that's it. And actually, if you know how short we are, if we are together, we make one person. A whole person. Uh, Finally. We'll finally (laughs) tall enough to go on rides at Universal now, Derek. Oh, yay. So I've been listening and I'm thinking to myself, there's a few things I want to circle back about. Your dentist feeds you? <laughs> What's that about? Right? We usually, <laughs> Is that so one of your he, services? He comes from out of town, like about an hour, and, you know, him and his kids, and they come. And so afterwards, we usually schedule them last oh. on a Saturday. So then we go out for lunch afterwards. That's awesome. That was a good dentist right there and a good he friend. He is a yeah. good dentist and a good <laughs> yeah. friend. And he takes care of my kids. And they are actually brushing better because he told them about the poop on their teeth. That's so right. So if you're oh, listening to this, you have poop on your teeth, go brush your teeth. After you listen to this episode. 
And I'm a germaphobe. You... I did not know that, and I don't. I don't know how I'm going to function after this. We but might need to talk. There's a biochem lesson there. If anybody wants it, let me know. I can explain the poop on the teeth. But that's a little long for today. Anyway, before we start talking about resolutions, give the rope droppers just a little bit of your Disney story. Uh, very intriguing, and I guess uh, yeah, yeah, I guess it's interesting. Um, when I was little. My dad drove us to Disney. We grew up in Pennsylvania, drove us to Disney at least once or twice a year. Um, and that's 70s and 80s. Uh, well, actually, 70s. And then um, he just had this, he really wanted to work for Disney. He wanted to be down here. So he packed us up and moved down here. And um, since I was about 10, I guess, he's been in Imagineering, ride and show, design and engineering. So I've had the parks as my playground since I was a little kid. You know, he would drop us off on on summers. He would drop us off. We'd go through the park all day. He's done working. We all get in the car. We go home. So it's hold one on. Of those that things. sounds like the yeah. best summer ever. It's true. We did get a little mischief. I mean, he had to have like talks every day. Like, all right, you guys, like, don't get into any trouble, and we won't talk about those on air. But I definitely, as a young teenager definitely got in some trouble but then well, i now um, we know what the pot the <laughs> patron show is about yes you absolutely <laughs> you're gonna have to there. pay Done. for that one to hear that um so then later on uh epcot was my first job in 87 and i worked tickets over at epcot and then i ended up in the magic kingdom i worked um attractions east over there and then i did i was a mouseketeer for um the starland show so I did that for years, and I've done DVC and dining and everything. You name it, I've done it. So now I am a co-host of a podcast about Disney. I a wish. I'm, I'm, I know. That's, that's, uh, I'm jealous, honestly. I the wish weird I story, right? <laughs> had summers like that and getting to have Disney as a playground. No babysitters needed. Just go to Disney. No babysitters needed. There's no need. No, no. He would give us like meal vouchers, you know, go get yourself something, you know, we'd be like, okay. Um, my older brother worked at one of the quick services uh, when he was 16. So we drove him crazy until he fed us as well. So we, we really, I felt like kind of ruled Magic Kingdom at least. And then um, definitely in the 80s, my, once my father got on and since then, um, everything that he's touched is obviously extremely special to me. So I'm one of the people that are like, no, 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 don't, don't tear that down. Don't change that. You know, cause as he gets older, mm. his stuff, like things that he's worked on is, you know, going away. So, but, and then on the other side, I'm married to a man who, um, is in a big demolition company in town and he's destroyed almost every Disney ride. He's the destroyer of dreams oh. is what we call him on our podcast. 20 K was one of his biggest, but he did obviously fantasy land. And so he does that end, and my dad does the other end of it. Wow. Full circle. There you go. Full circle. The I have so many questions for our Patreon show. Like I can't <laughs> wait. Uh, Cause we do, you wrote a book and we got to talk about that. But wow, if you really want to hear the next set of these questions in my mind, you're going to have to get on our Patreon page, uh, click that $2, subscribe, and you're going to hear the rest of these uh, stories that I'm already thinking about right now. Because before we get off topic, I do want to get back onto your book uh, about being keto at Disney, because I know when I'm at Disney... I can walk 14, 15 miles and still put on weight because of all the stuff that, well, Doug and I Wait, like to splurge on. What? 
calories count to Disney? I, I, thought I they never thought they did. Disney. I mean, <laughs> Disney calories are free. Calories, That's the rumor that they don't. So I, oh. I don't know. Um, actually, a good friend of your show, Aaron Goldberg, helped me with the book. So oh. um, definitely shout out to Aaron, and he shouts out to you all as well. But how I got around to making the book was I was doing keto and um, I used to be a fitness competitor and I was doing keto off and on for years before it was called keto and things like that. And I, which you guys will find out later, I don't eat at the quick services. So because of that, I decided, you know what? I Everybody in our cliques and groups and Facebook and Instagram are always like, how do I eat in the parks? And I don't understand how. how. So what I just did was I bit the bullet and I took about three and a half months of eating almost every single night. It seemed like, but it's not. Um, I took friends. I don't know if you guys know John Sakiri, big fat Panda. He went many times and I took, um, you know, husband, the kids, anybody I can get my hands on. We were at a, a table service restaurant. Well, if you ever need so to we... borrow Doug and I, yeah, we'll be there. We're available. Yes. <laughs> well, it, you know, it's a little tiring and the, and the chefs and I are very close you know, very close friends. Um, but I did about, I think, 70 restaurants total, but it was so back to back that, it, you know, I was getting a little burned out. But what I did was I broke it down to uh, it wasn't lazy keto. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with keto. Maybe you should break down keto just like the cliff notes, like you're explaining it to a kindergartner real quick for people it, that don't know. It. Okay. So you have your regular keto and then you have what I don't go around calling it, but there are people that call it lazy keto. And that's basically, you know, they're going to go to a quick service and they're just going to get the hamburger, the cheese and skip everything, you know, the bun, the fries and everything like that. Um, the concept of keto is using a pure source for fuel. And we have that pure, pure source and that's the store of fat in our bodies, but also animal fat and avocados would be good in coconut so besides those sources anything else we start putting in we're talking unhealthy you know ways of eating eventually so what I wanted to do was because I'm kind of like a I'm uh, maybe I'm obsessive compulsive and anyone that's listening that knows me is laughing because they know I am but because of that I wanted to go and give them something that they could actually go here's the picture here's exactly what Christine ate at this restaurant and she spoke to the chef and chefs do change. They rotate around um, Walt Disney World a lot. But each chef that I went to wanted to, I don't want to say they wanted to one-up the other one, but they kind of did. Mm. So I got into yeah. the nitty-gritty, down to exact oils, what exactly to say when you're ordering. I just kind of cut to the chase so they could just hold a book. The, the whole point when I was talking to Aaron about it and we were thinking about it, the whole point of the book was to be kind of like a hidden Mickey. You know, like that, or the guidebook. So you just carry around and say, oh, I'm going to this point. So that's what we did. We broke it down into resorts. We broke it down into, you know, the theme parks. And when they go in, they could just say, okay, she ate here. This is what she ate. Point to the, you know, you could bring the chef out, talk to the chef, and here you go. And if they're not doing purely strict keto, then they could use it as an adaptation onto whatever they want to do. They could talk to the servers. Awesome. That sounds like a really good reference, like tool for people to take. So with any special diet, traveling is a challenge. How is Disney at accommodating keto? And what are the big tips for navigating the way through? Like, say, without the book and like handing it to them, is there any like right. generalized advice? 
Well, I'll tell you, um, a lot of them didn't know what keto was, and but because they're they're awesome people, and they they're of course they're professionals. They were able to pick it up, get the gist of it, and work with it. And their brains, you could see when you're talking to the chefs, their minds are going. They're like, okay, all right, I got an idea. I can make it look like this. I could do that. So accommodating beyond belief. I wanted to take that painful leg work. I mean, I think I heard one of you has allergies, right? Yes, I Doug? do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the the little guy, I call him the little guy, the 12-year-old's got 44 food allergies. Oh. So I'm always talking ah. to chefs, right? Yeah. I, I decided to make a business card, Doug. I don't know if you that have a lot of allergies, but the business card to the chefs, easy. I just have three. Three. So, so few <laughs> less. Threatening. If they're life-threatening. They yeah. are. They yeah, are life-threatening. So they're serious, but just three. Uh, so, it, you know, the chefs at Walt Disney World are absolutely amazing to work with. The only uh, thing that I ran into that was a consensus amongst all of them is there there is no real control over the quick services. So when you're looking at something like keto, there just wasn't there was there's absolutely zero keto that I've done in a quick service because it just wasn't happening. And that's the fair answer, only because if you're looking to do. Maybe like we said, that lazy keto, I hate calling it that, but I can't think of what else other people would understand it as. Um, if you're laid back, let's say keto, then definitely you could go up to a quick service. It's the oils, the artificial cheese and things like that, that really tend to hold up the diet. Wait, Disney doesn't use real cheese? Oh, Oh my gosh, Derek! Do you not remember those nachos? The, the oh, oh yeah, we did talk oh, about those nachos. That was not nachos. real cheese. That those wasn't were even so real food. Authentic, I mean, straight I'm, from Mexico the or American Cisco, whichever. Cheese. How about that? straight from Cisco? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you could see the box the nacho cheese came out of in the Mexico pavilion. And part of the box may have been in the cheese, but anyway, and it's the same yeah. box that's Allegedly. at elementary school. Well, you know, I I decided to. The chefs will know, if anyone's listening, the chefs will know that um, I decided to ask them to see everything. So they brought ingredients to the table, that anything that was packaged that I needed to see, which basically boils down to oil. It, it was the oil that was the big key for the keto. Okay. And butter. Uh, so what are some of the things that surprised you about doing all this research, eating at all 70 restaurants? You talked about Quick service might be off the plates, but what about some of the maybe uh, uh, sit-down dining experiences? So what my number one surprise would be something you guys might not even really think about, and I didn't either until I started seeing it repetitively happen, was there's not that many female chefs. I think I spoke to four out of all 70. That surprises chefs. me. I really Yeah, no so idea. I was... I was shocked about that. I really was shocked about it. that I spoke to. Let's just, you know, let me just be specific. I'm sure there's way more. Um, but other than that, it was the blended oil that they call olive oil at Walt Disney World. So when you go to restaurants and you're saying, I want olive oil, it's not olive oil. And that's where I was running into a problem in about 60 of the restaurants. It so was. What, what is it? Yeah, now they, I'm curious. So it's what it, it's. What Americans are actually used to, so it's not something we're not un, you know unfamiliar with, but it is olive oil blended in a 50-50 usually with canola, sometimes palm, sometimes something else. But not it says okay. 100% olive oil on the, on mm. the jar. It does, and sometimes, yes, it 100% does. But we could go off uh, for your Patreons on a complete All right, more Patreon a, stuff. Oh I goodness. love it. The so, olive oil mafia, you guys. That's a uh, whole thing. A hundred percent of the olives they had are in the oil. 
I'll tell your listeners a a little secret is that if you personally are going out and buying olive oil, if you buy it from California, you're getting 100% olive oil. If we in the United States are buying it from any other country, we're more than likely not getting 100% olive oil. But what I'm referring to for Disney is very common in every restaurant, even locally here in Orlando. You know, uh, Outback, any of these steakhouses, they're not, they're not, they don't have it. They don't have butter that's pure butter. So you physically, I have to go in and say, hey, I was so happy when I got over to Raglan Road and they pulled out their Kerrygold. And I was like, yes. Oh, that's the only <laughs> butter we use. I know. I was so excited. I was like, thank you. Thank you. So um, that was pretty exciting for me over there. So there was a few, um, of course, the, like Yachtsman. Um, a matter of fact, I think we even used bone marrow and some of the stuff over there. So I really just worked with the chefs a lot to come up with something that, when you're sitting there, you're not feeling, A, you're not feeling hungry because you're never going to feel hungry on keto, but you're not feeling like you're missing out. And I've done the hoop de doo uh, buffets like crazy, and it's doable. Awesome. That sounds like a great, great reference for people trying to do that diet. Now, there's a gazillion other diets we're not touching on, yes, sure. but um, what is the whole title of the book? Because we didn't say that earlier. It's literally just keeping keto at Disney. And oh, it's a you know a, a guide to eating keto around Walt Disney World. Okay, there there was a tagline. I knew there was something else. Awesome. So you can where can you find the book? Uh, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and I think it is on Audible now. But I'm I don't know if it's 100 percent sure it's out yet. All right. Well, we'll put a, a link. We do have a book page on our website, yes. and Doug will make a link because I don't know how Doug does that. And then I will uh, slowly update the website at some point in the next three to six months. And so if you, <laughs> I love it. If, if you buy it from there, we get like a nickel. Yeah. Go. Do that, people. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I'm still going ready. back on. Hold on. Why okay. are Disney? Why does it calories at Disney count now all of a sudden, Doug? We've been saying that on the show for years. Does that mean I can't eat as many Dole Whips, Derek? I don't know. Is I it, don't know. Is it healthy enough? I it's, it's Dole, Dole Whip. Out. Is, just fruit. I mean, it's dairy-free, so right? It's not even it's ice cream. Free. You're right. It's dairy-free. Not even ice cream. It's got to be healthy then. Can right? you answer like, the question how I do walk around for 15 miles and still put on weight at Disney? Uh, I sweat so much. I don't know how it happens. I know how I gain weight on a cruise because yeah, that's legit. Yeah, a lot less moving and a lot more eating. The that's ice true. cream's just way too convenient. Have you cruised? Yeah, I'm... Definitely a big Disney cruise liner. Um, I have done the keto and the cruise, but I didn't add them in the book. Is it about the same accommodation level that you get uh, in the parks? A hundred percent. Absolutely. And I'm speaking on behalf of the allergies as well because they have to go through so much. I've even had them tour me through the kitchen to show me where for for the my child you know this is exactly how we're going to where we're preparing it the whole nine yards but they are extremely accommodating it was pretty easy i and i will say i had to order the olive oil before i get on the ship i had to tell them you know about olive oil that i needed to get etc i have the problem on the cruise that sometimes they're over aggressive with my allergy because it's not a tree nut but they like to treat me I'm like, yeah. no, I can have the cookies and cream sundae. It hasn't killed me on the nine previous cruises. I know, right. <laughs> this time it's not going to. Trust me. They're like looking at me like we're in the middle of the ocean. But yes. okay. Yeah. I'm like, I got an EpiPen. We'll, we'll be all right. <laughs> I'm always got the EpiPen. My co-host's husband has a peanut allergy, but not really life-threatening, I guess. 
So oh. it's funny because we were at Tiffin's and the chef was like, no, no, no. And he's like, no, no, it's good. It's good. It's fine. It's fine. You know, sure. But I get you because uh, especially on the cruise. Oh, yeah. Know, you are sea. It's ratcheted up a little bit. My wife is always more nervous. Me too. About yeah. it. And I'm a little t- more relaxed than I should be. But now that my daughter has the same allergy, now my I'm my ratcheting up really it was a lot different in this cruise because it was her first cruise with the food allergy oh. so there we are off topic again derek how does that happen it always so happens i think i'm ready to talk about some disney resolutions Yay, that i love made. resolutions so, that i keep question no mark. longer just diet related resolutions so we're gonna give a resolution on different disney topics all right, maybe something that we haven't ever done before or something that just makes us a better disney person in 2020 how's that sound guys i like it all right does anyone want to volunteer to go first i think guess ladies first ladies first all right so we're gonna start off with a rope drop resolution it can be like anything you want rope drop related okay so here's where you guys are gonna kill me i've never done a rope drop Never. If I had water in my Never. mouth, I would have no. spit it out. I know, my mouth. I know. But, he, but that's he, what he, happens he, when you go to the parks all <laughs> summer yeah, long. That's there. right. I'm so. jaded. But let me say this: Does it count working in the Magic Kingdom before the guests show up? <laughs> because I, I did about eight to fifteen years of that. Yeah, I don't know. But so you haven't been on Rise of the Resistance yet? I, I have, but not at a rope drop. No. Mm, I see. He's so bitter. Too bad we, we won't get into that. <laughs> That's Patreon show number so, three so all of a sudden. All right. Solution. We, we, okay, yeah, we need your resolution. Is I, it... might, I might. I'm going to make my resolution something that might even... You guys might want to drink water so you could spit it. So here's the res- Get ready. Be prepared. Mike's new. I don't want to ruin it. I don't like Star Wars. <laughs> what? I've only, seen, I've only seen the original. <laughs> Hang on. Look at Doug's... Doug's he can't even pick up his head. I've... I've only seen the original, but... I'm very famous that I for something else that I have seen. I have seen the Christmas special. I have. Other than that, those are the two things I've seen. I have ridden the rides, obviously. You know, just actually on New Year's Eve, I was probably just missing you on New Year's Eve. I was um, off. Yeah, that was. I have to say, it was very impressive. I was super impressed by it, but I don't know what I'm talking about. You know how everyone's in theme. I have no idea what they're talking about. I went into one of those stores and I asked if they sell the lightsabers. And the guy was like, don't even say that here. And I was like, what is happening? I just want to buy a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah I'm, the, I'm the worst. I am. I'm not jaded. I just don't want Star Wars. Okay. So what was your resolution again? <laughs> I, that I'm going to be more into Star Wars. Okay. And rope drop it. Got it. Yes. Okay. We're going to hold you to that. We're going to need uh, tweets, things like that. I need to back that up. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to. Yeah. Okay. Derek, a rope drop resolution for you. Well, I'll be at the parks two weeks. Two weeks from this show comes out, I will be there and I'll be rope dropping on our very first day, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. So my only dream for this year is to make sure I get into a boarding group. That's that's a good resolution. Yes. I'm Make nervous it about it. I'm not going to lie. I see mm. some of our other listeners and they're all showing tweets and sending us we did it. And for some reason, I don't want to be that guy whose phone all of a sudden breaks down and I can't get into it. Right at the room. five yes. minutes it's open. Yes, exactly. The backup batteries. Yeah. What I'm waiting for Disney to start doing is selling 
t-shirts like I survive rise of resistance boarding groups or something like that. <laughs> it's like a the, support group for mm-hmm, the rise of the resistance right? boarding groups. <laughs> like the I did it t-shirts from marathon weekend that I'm sure everybody's tired of looking at like it's Thursday, go home. There's like a medal for if you actually got on the ride. Then you get a yes, medal when you get off. That's a great idea. <laughs> My, I, something, I'm something. Down for it. I'll stand there and pass some out. Awesome. I'll do it. Awesome. What about you, Doug? I, my rope drop resolution, other than to continue finding very unhealthy breakfast to tweet and then get harassed about, um, my rope drop resolution is to smile more at rope drop. That's a good one for you. Yeah, I, I am the old not, man Doug McKnight at the rope. Yeah, I, I am not a morning person. Never pretended to be one. Never want to be one. But at Disney, I attempt to be there one. Because I know I can take a nap later. Whether Disney will let me actually say it or not, it's rope drop to nap time. We're going to have to blur that out because otherwise... One of these trouble. days we're going to try and launch that shirt again too. For you They're guys who did bought one, thank down. you so much because we did get that uh, confirmation today. That that phrase is evidently the most owned phrase by Disney ever. I don't get it. Anyway, so I'm going to try to smile at rope drop, Derek. I like it. Now, are you guys considering rope drop actual rope drop? Oh, yeah. Doug and I are on the rope quite a bit. Okay. So I wanted to know because every – I go to New Year's Eve at Epcot every year, and um, I've done it 31 years. This year is my 31st year. And I'm there that morning before it opens, somewhere yeah, around the six, between that's five and six. Okay. Yeah. There's no rope, but I'm there. There's no rope. And yeah, <laughs> no yeah rope, they've done away with ropes for the most part. Now it's staying behind this crack. And then my children get angry as like the kids next to them inch past it, just like unwill- unknowingly. They're like foots on the crack. Like yeah. Claire lost her mind at International Gateway. That kid's foot is on the crack. We were told to stay behind the crack. Ooh, Kick him out. Be, my autistic kiddo would be on that. Like nobody's business. He would be like, he'd be there measuring people's feet. No, I don't think so. Like it. Back I don't it like it. <laughs> so yeah. So apparently no I longer... rope drop then. There you You've go. You've done it. You've done See? it. There you go. But I didn't do what you thought everyone else was doing. And they do sit there for hours on end for the fireworks that are up in the sky. I don't get it. I, that's just not, you know, that's not me, but I will say I have a reason I go in there. And the reason I go in there that early is to secure a locker, and then I come right back out, and then I go to breakfast somewhere, and then I come back for the evening, and that's it. The locker makes sense. Those got to fill up early, right? Yeah. Matter of fact, um, one year, actually, in the in the nineteen ninety nine in the Millennium, we were offered one hundred fifty dollars for the locker. Oh, we geez. had two, and then wow. but in the years since, people have definitely offered us money for the, money for the lockers, Ooh. for sure. Okay. But Good because count. Florida's kind of crazy, on that day, in the early morning, it's cold, then it's hot, and mm-hmm. then in the evening, it starts getting a little chilly, but not enough to, like, go crazy. And you might have heavy, lightweight, you know, for us, coats. Mm-hmm. So I need lockers. And then there's, you know, all the junk you want to carry and throw in a locker. The New Year's Eve hats. Yeah, the hats are exciting. Hats. This year, it, they went paper. Yeah, they were weapons. From yeah, every children. year, they're plastic and now this year they went paper i want to give a big shout out to disney i don't think i did this on the trip report derek uh just how much i appreciate them handing out horns to oh, everybody yeah no that makes that sense it was not ideal. my kids would love that oh oh yeah my kids 
just annoyed each other with them. And then, like, uh, yeah, I'll just stop there. Anyway, let's move on. Next resolution. So we're going to do a resort-related resolution of some sort. Hmm. Take it away. Hmm. Mine's really easy. I don't. I haven't been into a lot of the value and moderates. And for New Year's, we moved out of uh, the Bonnet Creek area. Um, you know, won't mention their names, but we moved from there into Pop Century just to get on the Skyliner. So I had to grab the availability last minute that I could get, and we got. And I, the grounds were amazing. I was definitely surprised more because I just haven't wandered around and hung out there. But I keep hearing such good things about the renovation over there. We enjoyed ourselves, and the Skyliner, like you said, at Riviera, worth its weight in gold. Mm-hmm. It is. That is a good one. That is a good one, Derek. Ooh, I got one for you and me, Doug. Oh, for both of us. Yes, when the Star Wars Resort opens up. So it might not be this year or next year. Well, you, you have I... to start saving now. Yes. So start saving now that you and I can actually do that when it does open. And I'm sure Michelle won't have a problem with you and I doing it because zero interest, I think, mm. from her. My wife looks, might have a little it's issue with it. It's looking. Don't you guys think so? I've been an inside stateroom on a cruise ship. Oh, <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'll be all right. So, yeah, that sounded that's... almost like John Candy's comment where he was, you know, or, or Steve Martin when it was playing strains and automobiles and he's automobiles and he was like, yeah, they'll say I've been with Del Griffin. There you go. <laughs> you did the same exact thing. I do what I do. So that's a good one, Derek. We got to. Yeah, we start working on that now in 2020 so we can stay there. Keep hinting to our wives and kids. You got to work on them it. now. Yep. Yeah, we got to slowly bring it up in conversation. In. Like it's their idea. They Ooh, wanted like us that. to do it. Not Thank that they you. don't listen to the show and will bring that up to us. They won't. They, yeah, this is this the starting process. Yes, so, good. all right, that's a good one. So, mine for a resort is to um, potentially actually do some activities at a resort. Like, really, we just sleep at resorts. Uh, that's gotcha. all we're doing. When you go from Maybe, rope drop to fireworks, that's all you have time for. There's a nap in the middle. I do that I don't at the do resort. That. But like there's a whole activity sheet. It, yeah. I mean, it might be time to do something from that sheet. Maybe crazy thought, even watch one of the movies in the evening. I don't know. Depends on the temperature and those bugs. Okay, never mind. Depends. I have Disney Plus. No. I don't need to watch anything on a screen. <laughs> but there's activities. I think Yeah, maybe, there's lots of them. Doing something with the kids would be my resolution in 2020 to enjoy the resort. And I'm not talking about watching the animals at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I've done that. That does that, That's like you have to, like, just to get in and out of the place. But, like, actually spend some time doing something at the resort. Not a whole resort day, just to clarify. I'm not going that crazy. I like I it. That's a good one. All right. And a whole resort. I love it. All right. So... Next one, a park-related resolution, whatever park you want it to be. It's open for interpretation. Hmm. Christine? Mine is going to the Magic Kingdom more often than I do. Oh. I kind of stay more towards Epcot, and I'll do Magic Kingdom in the late hours, but not necessarily in the Florida heat. Hmm. That's a good one. There's a lot to do there. Yeah. It is, you know, uh, you know how it's it's broken down by the music. You know, I remember when I first started working there as a kid, it was like, you know, I, I, dee, 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 you know, the, the 
circus, quote unquote, music that keeps you moving from right to right. There is no, like in Epcot, you know, where you have the minute you walk in, it's already the classical or jazz playing and you're already calm. You're a completely different person from Epcot to Magic Kingdom. So they need you to move because the queues are, you know, you're not hanging out inside of a building. You're in it to get on the ride. You get off, you move on to the next one. But in Epcot, you're there, you know, you're in, wander around, enjoy what you're looking at. And that's, I, I see myself not going to the Magic Kingdom as often as I used to. Interesting. Yeah, I like it. Yep. Derek? Well, I've been going to Walt Disney World for going on 30 years, and I've never been to a water park. And so mm-hmm. I really want to get to one this year or next year. Like, I want to do it sooner with my kids being younger, because I think they'll have a good time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Blizzard Beach, Typhoon Lagoon, doesn't matter. If you have a preference, let me know, and maybe we'll pick that. Uh, but yeah, I want to get to a water park. Would you go down the, the big tall slide I that slides. I can't remember the yes, name of? I will, I will do all the things. Nice. Wow. My no, kids no think fear. I'm crazy for doing the, the big one. That has a name that I'm not remembering. The, the Blizzard Beach time. one? Or, yeah. yeah. I've done both, but the Blizzard Beach is my favorite because, I mean, it's it's tall. It's, it, it, the park itself is set up. The only thing I would say is if you're going to go during a summertime, you want to go to Typhoon because that's where all the trees are. Mm-hmm. You know, over at Blizzard Beach, it's more Blizzard. open and it's reflective because yep. it's painted all white. <laughs> it is a sunburn so, way to yes. happen. Oh, man, Florida I burn easily. My Blizzard kids burn Beach. way too easily. <laughs> there should be a sign, Ginger's not allowed. <laughs> okay, yeah. Hours I mean, we're in the middle of winter. I've started putting sunscreen on my kids now wow. to get a good base for the summer. Like, that's how easy <laughs> they burn. Shoot, yes. Yeah. So, Typhoon Lagoon sounds like your place. Okay, sounds that's, good. That's <laughs> All right, that's Doug. a really good one. I almost want to steal yours and say go to water park because it's been a few years. But uh, no, my one for the parks, it, it's for all parks in general. And that's to um, maybe take a look at some of the underappreciated shows that I tend to skip and or make fun of. Maybe go to them again, like the Country Bears. Revisit. I don't know. Revisit them. Um, I guess I did all the shows at Magic Kingdom in September. So I revisited those. But there's some at Epcot, like, I haven't done for a while. So there's well, going to be want to before new they're one gone. in Canada. Yep. That's exciting. Starts, uh, in yes. a couple weeks. Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, when Tomorrow. the show comes out. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, planning on doing that here in two weeks. Like that, after we eat dinner at La Cellier, we're going to go do that. Maybe even the Frozen sing-along. I don't know. Maybe I'll get crazy yeah. and go to some shows in 2020. Yeah, I'm not going to the Frozen mm, sing-along. That's, that my, that's, a that's a, I started a Facebook war on that. <laughs> Did you win or lose? Uh, I'm holding my ground. It's Facebook. No one ever wins yeah. or loses, I'm it seems like. Uh, yeah. Well, I, if it was, you know how they originally were going to flip-flop it every other show? That's how they had, you know, announced it. And now mm-hmm. that they've just given it an hour and a half. Out of the entire day, it's kind of impressions for France. I mean, yeah. Once they, yeah, yeah. It's... Once they cut it down to, it, it's like um, Sam Eagle who thought he had the four hours, whatever. So yeah, yeah. Now, four yeah. hours to America. Four hours. He literally cut down impressions to France. It's going to be like three showings. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. And and it's basically During fireworks, it's, wait. <laughs> yeah. 
no one's going to be there because they're waiting for fireworks. The people that are there are going to like accidentally stumble in because they're intoxicated. Yeah. And then this is my prediction. You guys can use this. My prediction is they're going to be like, you see, really nobody showed up for the mm-hmm. 739. So we're just going to go ahead and take that. They're just going to be closed <laughs> at 7. That's, yep. So that's yeah, what? That's like, it's going to wean itself out and that's how they're going to do it. I Call did. It. So before we went to Europe, the trip we did before that with the kids – I took the older two. We watched Impressions to France, and they came out of there like, is that what cars look like in France? <laughs> and I'm like, no. Know, is that what I this know. looks is this, are, I know. Like, we're not getting in a time machine to right. the late 70s. Yeah. Don't worry. The, okay. oh, I know it was early 80s, but it looks like it was filmed all in the late <laughs> 70s. It wasn't, but it looks like it. It's it, – there's a some, show. Actually, are you guys both like fans of the show? Of impressions to yeah. It has been so long since I've uh, seen oh, it. Okay. okay. No, I, mean, I need to do what Doug did and revisit a bunch of shows. We watched it because we were going, and the whole time I was thinking, like, how have they not updated this? That was honestly my thought the whole time. Probably because of the threat from all the locals. That's my thought. <laughs> but you know, if you were France, right, and your country's here represented, the whole point is kind of where the Norwegians got upset over Frozen. Is where these countries are here as a travel advertisement, yep. you know, and to come learn about their culture. And, you know, I get it. That's, yeah. you know, you get the new college kids come over on the, you know, on the international program. They're like, wait, what's this? This is not us. They watch so the I, video and it's a history lesson. Yeah, right. That's, That's exactly what it is. They needed to update the video about two times now, which same problem in China and Canada. So at least Canada's getting the update. China, uh, it's supposed to, but we don't know because of political things. Mm-hmm. I'm so. excited of who's in the Canadian one. Yep. Because yeah. yeah, because of their show and the season's ending. But yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah that will be good. I, I'm ready to see that one. So there's my park resolution. See some there shows. And not poo-poo them before I see them. Good. Too much. Too much. All right. Um, a dining-related resolution. Is it, Christine, is it to try all-counter service for a week? Or... <laughs> God, my divas would love it if I did that. Um, no. I, did I write that? Because I made a note for myself thinking about things to talk. No. I will say that it's. I've got to kind of revisit some restaurants because uh, the menu changes. So... My resolution is to mm, bite the bullet and go back and spend thousands of more dollars and do it again. I've got to go back and revisit some restaurants, especially the new ones. I mean, I, you know, I've been to a lot of the new ones. Like you were just at the Riviera's new one. Yes. Recently. Been to them. I just haven't. It's when it's a holiday, you don't want to go in depth in a conversation yeah. with the chef. You know, you just want to get in there and don't have the rest of the people at the table hate you. So they didn't even want to talk to me. Basically. Yeah, it's, like, it's tough. Yeah. So I'll let it go. So I have to go back and do that. So that's my resolution to kind of finally go back and do it. And I say finally, it's been about a couple months. So that's a good one. That's a good one. Derek, any dining? Uh, yeah, my big one is coming up in two weeks. I have an ADR. Uh, my wife and I said for our 10 year Le Cellier, we have the ADR. It's booked. So two weeks from right now, we'll be eating at Le Cellier. So I won't count that all the way. Doug, you and I need to get an ADR for Space Restaurant, for yes. two, two, 280, 240, whatever it is. Two, 
Two something. It's yeah, two twenty. Two twenty. There you go. Two twenty. I think it is. There's an elevator involved. I want to like that restaurant has me so excited, and then more excited because I want to go with you, Doug, and mm. hopefully you wait for me because I know how you like to sneak trips in with Michelle. Because oh. uh, I want to see how yeah. your motion sickness works in there as well. Oh. Yeah, you want to see me eat a meal while slowly getting motion sick from yes, all the screens. Yes, I do. I don't, <laughs> Potentially a food allergy. <laughs> and you're going to record this the whole time. I hope they don't have mangoes in space, but we don't. who knows they, what they have. You don't know. You don't know. Who are you, you to know. judge? <laughs> right? That's a good one, Derek. Uh, you want to watch me slowly get motion sick while eating a meal in space. I mean, who if, doesn't want to see that? Good if friend. I get sick, is it zero gravity? Is it going to float everywhere? Uh, we'll see. Well, that ruins everybody's dinner. Well, <sighs> the Patreon should pay more for that because I would. I want to see it. All right. Derek likes to record me when I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> In the parks. Uh, that's my like full time job outside of re- like recording this is recording people that's when they're uncomfortable. That's his resolution. <sighs> yeah, I, like, get more Doug uncomfortableness on a yes, camera. I actually <laughs> text uh, people who have been with you, like Michelle. Do you have any awkward pictures of Doug? Yes. Wow. Okay. Very easy to find. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and people unfortunately keep asking for the uncomfortable recordings of Doug on Space Mountain and various other attractions. I love that episode. Still my favorite. Anyway, Doug, what about you? I almost don't remember what I was going to say now that I'm thinking about (laughs) vomiting while eating in space. I mean, eating in space is definitely high on the list. You know what I haven't done much of is signature dining. And uh, Michelle and I were talking about how we realized we haven't done much signature dining um, when we were at Topolino's dressed nicely and uh, enjoying an adult conversation, an adult meal. So one would be more of that. You don't um, want to take your kids to Gico's or anything like that? Not really. Oh, I know no, people I will, but I don't really want to pay for them to eat their mac and cheese. <laughs> right? I don't, I don't need that. But I, and I say this after meeting with a financial planner today, so hopefully he's not listening. But, you know, uh, more signature dining in the future, possibly. Um, the, oh, I remember the resolution I really had. You distracted me so much. I had it. I made up a whole nother resolution there. So this is the real one. It was, so I, at places we've been, I've started ordering something different just for the sake of, well, I can take a picture of it and it's different. I've never had this. And the last few times it's been like, well, that's not as good as what I usually get. So my resolution is to be boring and just get the same thing over and over. Well, that sounds boring. I know, right? It's really sad resolution. It's a resolution for mediocrity, if I've ever heard one. <laughs> so your resolution is to actually keep eating the same thing over and again over? Yeah. And hope for different right. results in the, uh, the no, weight loss program? No, no, no. No, the stuff that I've gotten that I know is good. Okay. Because, like, I really like, like, 50s prime time. None of the food is, like, right home amazing. Like, you have to eat there. It will change your life. You go for the atmosphere. But I really like the chicken pot pot pie. Or the pot pie. Was that it? No, the pot roast. Pot roast. That's amazing. Yeah. And I've had that. It's good. But I really like the chicken pot pie. And I... And it's different than what, like, my wife gets it, I get it, but mine, the allergy one, is slightly different. I don't know why or what that they think is in the chicken pot pie that I need a different one, but it comes out different. It's got the stick in it. You know, it's magical. (laughs) But this last time I got meatloaf, and when I was eating it, I was like, 
this is meatloaf. Why did I order? This is what Who I ordered meatloaf as a at a theme park. I, this is what I slid around my plate and hid under green beans. Oh yeah. my gosh, Douglas. <laughs> so the whole time I'm like, don't let me order something new. Just tell me to get what I like and go with it. Okay. So there you go. Weird resolution, I but I, I okay. see. Okay. I see it. All right. Final resolutions, Doug. All right. An attraction resolution. Christine. <laughs> Mine would be to be accepting to change more. Ooh, that's a good one. That's mm-hmm. better than the last resolution somebody gave. <laughs> it's hard to accept change sometimes, so. What attractions specifically, like, getting torn down, are you worried about changing? Uh, like we talked about earlier, anything that my dad's had his hand on makes me get uncomfortable if it goes. That's all. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 more of a, it's more of a, you know, there's people that are like, oh, that's my favorite ride. It has, it's something that, you know, if your father, your family worked on that particular, your mind is kind of like, as they get older, this is their legacy and you don't want to see it go. That's all. I like Makes it. sense. Derek, resolution? Uh, Rise of the Resistance. Just want to get on that That's attraction. Okay. Two weeks from now, I am already nervous. If you haven't told, I think I've texted you a million times. Are you sleeping at night? Not well. I, I <laughs> have bad dreams that like I can't get the boarding group. The thing doesn't click. I just have on Twitter every now and then. I, I hear of someone not getting it, but they got to the parks ridiculous early, and I just... Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy. He's I guess, really relations. stressed. I see that. I That's am. Like, I really yeah. am stressed about yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good oh. to know. Hmm. All right. So I have a resolution and it's to go on at least one attraction in 2020 that I've never been Everest. On. I'm not going to say what attraction, but just, we're going to pick one attraction. Kent. So we're dragging him on something. Oh, there's, there's so many. He has that some weird really? motion sickness. Motion sickness. Uh, Star Tours, Everest, Mission I, Space, uh, Green or Orange. Oh gosh, no. No, that one you can't do. I don't even know if I want you to space. do that. No, terrible. Everest. I think it's Everest, Doug. We'll see. We'll see what. I mean, if it's between says. Mission Space and Everest, you know, go with Mission. I mean, Everest for sure. I'm sweating just thinking about this. I like it. I'll there's even my go resolution. with you. Push my boundary. Well, yes, you're going to be with me on whatever I try. Michelle won't. Michelle do won't it. go with you, oh, and you're not going by yourself. Oh, no. Nope. I mean, if you're about to have a panic attack. <laughs> well, it's not a panic. So no, much. he pukes, and oh. I actually have no problem with puke. I, I'll be like, okay, Doug puke. Let's move on. We don't I'll need drag. a protein spill. Mickey Rain here. Protein spill. Is that what it's called? That protein spill. Yeah, or protein or... spill. Yeah. Protein <laughs> spill. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. There's our resolutions. We did it. There we go. We did it. So that brings us to the uh, last part of the show here. We need to we need to wrap it up. Derek's gonna yell at me soon for talking too much. So the lightning round. The lightning this- round. Yes, we do this with all first time guests. We do keep score, however, it does not mean anything. Um, all right, Christine, are you ready? Answer I think your- I am. Favorite so. Disney, Pixar, clearly Star Wars, if you need to. I mean, obviously, if I could draw on any of my Star Wars fanatical yep. films that I'm in, that I love. Um, I'm Mary Poppins, and then I'm going to say Ratatouille as well, because I'm going to do Disney oh. and Pixar. Okay, well, favorite Disney movie? Mary Poppins and Ratatouille. All right, favorite Disney character? Mickey. Oh, the classic. Yep, classic. Yep. Favorite Disney villain? Uh, Maleficent. So have you seen the newest movie? Yeah, I liked like it. The, okay. I did. I liked it. All right. So you're okay with change there. 
I am because I'm not a I'm not very fanatical with the movies. I'm not okay. gonna lie. All right. Favorite Disney song. Oh, let's go fly a kite. Have you guys had Jeffrey Sherman on? No. Oh, oh so when I ha- and he, you know, he's telling us stories about how his dad came up with a spoonful of sugar and stuff, you know, and I'm just like, your heart melts listening to this. So 100% let's go fly a kite and a spoonful of sugar. Nice. When I hear let's go fly a kite, it mm-hmm. reminds me of when I ran the princess marathon way back when, and over one of the overpasses by Epcot, right? There's no hills except for man-made evil hills in those <laughs> That's true. half yeah. marathons. And they were playing that at the top of the bridge, overpass oh, thing. Yeah. And so all I think of the pain. No, it's inspiration. This, it's, <laughs> so it was on both. You go both ways over this overpass. So on the way, it was within the first two miles. So it's like energy. Let's go fly a kite. <laughs> I love it. On the way back, it's like, go fly a kite. Yeah, go fly a kite. Why don't yeah. you? Yeah. So it, it changed. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Favorite classic attraction. Ooh, okay. Well, I'm going to say 20K in the Magic Kingdom, and I'm going to say World of Motion and Epcot. All right. Good. I'm sure. choosing to do two. 20K, in case people don't know, is 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, yep. which was closed a while ago, mm-hmm. uh, but not physically removed until they did Little Mermaid, that attraction. Yep. So, yep, that is definitely a classic. All right. And World of Motion was hilarious. Oh, I love that. Uh, it's one of the funnier scripts because I like that kind of humor. All right. Favorite modern attraction? If you're allowing it, Soren, but over California. That's Absolutely. Fun, yeah. mm-hmm. Thank That's you. way better. That's than the better Rapport. version. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Favorite Disney resort? I like Animal Kingdom Lodge just to, for more solitude. And you get the concierge and you're up there and you can get Bomas basically all day long in your, you know, in the little lounge area. It's pretty nice. Can you have zebra domes? You on- can. 100 percent. they're in the they're keto's still an option there oh no no i'm sorry i'm sorry i thought you meant at the lounge oh okay not on the diet not on the diet figured out that they could just run out of the room grab a whole bunch of zebra domes and run back in again yeah yeah Yeah, no it's up there but definitely no it is not on the diet (laughs) um favorite counter service this might be a struggle well i mean if i I actually, it, I um, I've done, of course, the pepper market, you know, over at um, the Coronado. Yeah. And if you qualify, be our guest if you want to call yeah. the counter yeah. during the day. And yeah, I'll say those two. Excellent favorite table service. Uh, for keto, that'd be the Yachtsman, and non-keto, it would be Boma, but Toledo's raising its way up. Okay, good choices. All right, so, the most important question. Uh, favorite snack snack okay non-keto popcorn keto my own purse bacon I carry into the park with me wow we've never had someone say they brought something what I bring in security when they see a bag of bacon they're like no and I'm like sorry it's my purse bacon (laughs) it's they're like come on you know I'm I'm the gal in the movie theater eating bacon while everyone's eating popcorn It's fantastic. It. And then, you know, the people are all looking around like, where's that bacon coming from? Yeah. All right. Favorite Disney drink? Did you mean alcoholic? Any Anything. Kind. Mine is a chocolate shake, so. Okay. Um, 
because I only drink, I mean, I drink on New Year's Eve for sure. And if you ask me, I wouldn't know because I'm one of the party goers that Doug talked about earlier. Um, and a public service announcement, don't bring your kids to Epcot on New Year's Eve. Oh, that's just yeah, a good, sir, that's good PSA. Any yeah. other theme park, I promise you, it is rampant cigarettes and drinking. You don't want your kids in that environment. Um, strollers, last year there was a fist fight that one of my friends actually got punched in the face. Um, so That's another Patreon story. I'm not kidding. It was a pretty, he was standing, you know, minding his own business, and the guy thought he stepped on his stroller, so that didn't end well for him. Um, but the drink, I mean, I've had the Nautilus stuff. Um, our friends are over at the Trader Sam's over there. Um, shout out to Miss May working the door. Um, definitely, I guess I'll have to say that. Yeah, that's a good one. So May works the door, so that's who we need to let us in. Yes, in, okay. in June when that's we go, so. Derek. All right. All right. Disney right. Bucket. Okay, we will. We will. We're not afraid of using that. All right. <laughs> Disney Bucket List item. Um, My dad worked on the original ships in Italy and I wanted to see that but I mean that's kind of not in the Disney history anymore I guess but I want to go see Hong Kong and just what he worked on over there I guess that's about nice. I mean besides everything else yeah you know I mean I, I want to do like we had that guy on that went around all in 24 hours every country and did all the one ride from each country that was kind of epic but that is, yeah that's I don't know crazy. if I want to spend that money yeah that to <laughs> do out one of my ride. range yeah, so yeah. one Right. It's a lot of traveling for the only the yeah. only place that held him up for a ride was here at um, Walt Disney World, the Magic Kingdom. They made him stay in like even though they had the camera crews, everything, they made him stand in the line for mine train. They didn't let him go even in the fast pass. So it held him up. He almost lost his uh, plane ticket to get to the next state. Uh, to get to California. Crazy. Yeah. No nobody's above the rules. Nope. Nobody's above nope. the rules. Every nope. other Disney park they had gave him a VIP guide. <laughs> Not in Florida. Not in Florida. We're sticklers. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. I think you won um your version of the lightning round. Yay. That's exciting. And take a minute again to remind everyone uh where you're at, uh your podcast and your book. Sure, sure. It's Keeping Keto at Disney, and you all are going to have a link on your website, so definitely go through their website to grab it. Um, and I am a Keto Fit Gal on a lot of social media, as well as at Christine Fox on Facebook, and we are the Divas Dish Diz. Wonderful. And I'll put links in our show notes, so take a minute and click right there. But thank you so much for being on this week's episode. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and if you want to check out the book, yeah, definitely go into our website. We have a book page somewhere on there. We'll put it on our uh, social media as well, and you can click it, buy it, and then hopefully you can stick to your New Year's, New Year's resolutions a little bit better than Doug and I have. I've done pretty good, Derek. I know. I've done I'm, pretty good. I think I put on like two pounds so far. Go up we so should you can go down. Do, we should do no judging others for Ooh, our New like resolution. That, that should have been. That, that should have been be. mine, but Ju Doug and I That's judge each really other hard. all the time really hard should have thought about that prior <laughs> yeah i like that so all right well thank you again for being on this week's episode and of course if you want to head down to walt disney world or disney cruise whether you're on the keto diet or not uh, you got a book with michelle mcknight now is a great time to make that resolution to take a walt disney world vacation or what a seven night cruise doug that's, that's the ultimate that fits everybody that's a great resolution take a cruise no matter the time but if that uh 
Email Michelle. Her email is in the show notes, and she can get you planning on that for 2020 or even later. But that is all the time that we have. And be sure to ask us your questions for next week's episode. All that will be in our uh, on our social media as well. And you can always email us or hit us up on at Rope Drop Radio. But for Christine, Doug, Derek, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.